Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's like a new adventure every time we bring her into the show. It looks different every time. The big homie TK, Trista Crick. What's up, man? Who you got? What's up? I've been trying to get things together or arranged. You, whatever. So I made a little. You look. Made a little what's, move. what's behind I like you? Is that, what, what picture is that behind you? We got a little. Uh, so this is a friend did this for me. Oh, you can't see it. That's see uh, it. those are some oh. J. Those are some J's. What? Ones. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, there's yeah. Some, yeah, there's it's painted with watercolor. Okay. Yeah, painted with watercolor. Uh this is from the Pharrell book. I just took them out, the prints. And then this was uh came with the house. This is painted. You got painted a, did those people uh were were they on the run? They just left a lot of stuff. They left the piano, left the picture. <laughs> they probably they left a bunch of hooks and uh what else did they leave? One of those step stool cushion like seating things you can go and you know go up to the top are, and they left that was all vintage useful. so yeah a lamp they left the big lamp very heavy lamp see they probably thought with the piano it's not worth moving <laughs> you said what now they probably thought with that piano it's not worth moving like we'll have to hire an ad- an entirely different set of yeah. movers oh, to get I this think out it's of here thousands of dollars to hire a piano mover yeah like they probably used it twice really- in. 10 years well i've heard the same is true for a pool table so well you can hand that pool table over i'll play on pool table all night every night okay he wrote when he was talking about his setting we were talking about setting up places and he wrote pool table p-u-l-l pool table and i was like i think he means pool table but maybe he means pool table you, Damien. Did I do that? And, yes. Oh, no. I was walking Sprout while we were texting. That's that's. I wasn't paying attention to. Sorry. I was like, I'm not going to go back Did and really ask. It could have been text. Cool. It could have been uh, Apple, though, because maybe Apple. Maybe no, some was pro- I, I ain't going to put that on Apple. That was that was probably on me. Can can I can I show him the video that you sent me? Yeah, sure. It, it, uh, Tris, Tris is out there. Oh, she's just out there <laughs> chopping wood. She she sent up her, but it and that was the end result. She got Look got her, got a little got a little fire popping. Nice. How long did that got take? Got a little you? pair of hiking boots, little damers yep. out yep. there. How long did that Put take? On. Like ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes. Makes what to yeah to, to get some logs for the oh fire. I really did <laughs> pool table. <laughs> That's uh, funny. My bad. 15, 20 minutes. I got like a I probably cut chopped. Uh, I don't know five or six logs into little tiny ones mm. or you know ones for the fireplace Probably a little more i mean it's a workout because yeah. there's i'm not buying so what i have done which probably people don't really care but i get the wood from the forest around the house like i haven't bought any wood there's just a bunch of probably a cord and a half of wood in the backyard that i have to i have to chop myself and it's some of it's like very old, probably 15 to 20 year old wood. Mm. And then 
a few trees came down in the forest right near me. How was the that you tell the story? I'm trying to be an adult here. <laughs> I'm trying to be an adult. I'm sorry, TK. You just kept saying it. Like I got through the first one. Just a real quick side road. One, um, especially the word chop. I don't know if this is like a West Coast thing, but definitely in Portland, the word chopper. Look up. I got my ass beat by this girl, Generate, because I was running around calling her a chopper in eighth grade. Oh, man. And she was like, call me a chopper one more time. She put my shirt over underneath oh. my head. And How'd you looking like Devin face. Booker on Christmas Day? <laughs> Big oh, old swollen man. nose. Oh, that's man. terrible. Anyway, a couple of trees came down in the park, and so they... They uh, used the um, the whatever it is chainsaw, and chainsaw. they had some pieces in. They gave the logs away. So I've been whatever. Have, I've have been ever, making firewood. Have either of you guys uh, a chainsaw? No. No, I I've never used time, a chainsaw. I was I, I didn't like that experience at all. No. At all. No, I, I didn't like that experience at all. Mm-hmm. There's too much. There's too much that could go wrong there. So I'm still working out the studio. I got this little creator thing that has like this these arms with the with the um ring lights and the cam and the camera and the mic. Well, but you- should I get a wide lens, like something to widen myself that I can be as back further away? I mean, no, I think you look great. Like the part of the reason you're so close is because of the setup that we use, right? Like that's what oh, it I looks see. like when you wind up. But when we do this, we call it the PTI setup. It just cuts out some of the background stuff and puts us all right next to each other. Got it. Uh, My head just looks bigger than you two's heads. So. Well, you might be a image, but if it'll, I can pull the computer uh, close. It, it'll, it'll, it'll uh, even out the size of our craniums there. If we, so, so you got well, it's because you guys aren't using the camera that's on the laptop that you're using. Correct. It's like some other camera, right? That's yeah, correct. that's why. Yeah, it's like a little further correct. back. Um, you have to move away from your camp. Casey looks like the Howling Horse on ESPN. Those yeah. few times. <laughs> Kenny Winters over there with the giant head. Come on, man. Um, what'd you think of the OG deal? Oh, I love it. Finally, our man OG Ananobi is free. He's been wanting to go to New York for as long as I can remember. Mm. I know that it was four first rounds or thir- three first round picks that Memphis offered. I know there were some uh, other deals that I, were in I've play. never you believed say th- that pick. Three first I've, nev- rounders? I've never believed that. They never, said they even I, talked I, about it. Zach Lowe talked I, about it. I think today that was. Too. I, I think that was. I think Zach Lowe was the originator. It, the originator. I, again, I don't. I don't question that Zach Lowe was told that. Mm-hmm. I just have some serious. I just don't believe that that's true. What players? Oh, I think it was mostly picks. Mm. So I think they wanted my mom doesn't like the shadow on my cheek. She's told me she doesn't like it. So we've that's where we're at on that. So is she texting you right now, honey? I don't like right the this shadow. Second. Oh, right hi. this second. Hi, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Craig. Hello. Hey, Mrs. Craig. <laughs> she needs to come to Sacramento uh, no. when you come. For for OG, I feel like he has been, and I said this to someone who does a lot of the um soft tissue work on him. And we were talking about just, I think OG's reputation has taken a hit. I think there are a lot of people right now saying, well, is OG Ananobi worth the $40 million that he's inevitably going to get paid? Is he really the bell of the ball? 
He's a seven-year vet now. You know, his upside, who knows? Like, is it any better than what he is now? And does he really fit into needing a role carved out for himself, right? Does he really need, quote-unquote, touches or the offense built in a way to get him specific amount of touches per game? And to that, I have been riding for OG Ananobi. I've been saying his attempts have gone down every year. His efficiency has gone up. His defensive rating is the worst that it's been in his entire career as a second all-NBA defense guy. But, like, what's changed? Darko has changed. The coach has changed. The defensive scheme has changed. They don't switch like they did with Nick Nurse. So the way that he gets into the passing lanes and is on-ball defender and off-ball defender, he just doesn't look as good. And then he goes to New York and immediately shows he's irritating Anthony Edwards, holding him to, like, 27% from the field in the 63 possessions that he's guarded him, forces him into three turnovers, zero assists. So on and off the ball as a defender, we know what he can do. Catch and shoot threes. That's what New York needs, right? R.J. Barrett is real trash at the three, right? Like we've known that. He's been much better this year, but that's, I think that's kind of an anomaly. And when they get to the playoffs, they're going to need guys that can space the floor and keep a defense honest because that paint was so packed and you could not. That's why Julius Randle, I think, was so bad in the playoffs is they didn't respect any guy shooting from deep. So they were like, okay, you just go into traffic. Like we'll build a wall and it made the whole offense sputter. So I think he'll help them in that way. But he loves to move without the ball, as we've seen, right? He's constantly cutting very high IQ. I think the the people who are slandering OG and Obi right now are going to be eating their words in three to six months. I don't know if I was slandering OG and Obi because I think he's a good ball player. Uh, I think he's very, very helpful, very beneficial uh, to a team trying to get to another level. But I think, and, and this is something that I always say that I shouldn't do or others shouldn't do. I shouldn't do it myself, right? I'm a little caught up on like uh, – that number he's going to be asking for in the offseason. Like, I don't know if he's franchise. Like, that's almost like franchise money. It feels like. Now we're in a new NBA. We're in a new salary era. So $35, $40 million, that could be for your number three guy. as That used to be for, for your number one. But I, I don't know. I just – OG's cool. Does he take them to a championship level, though? No, but that's not what is intended. I think that's right? what people talk about him like, though. Mm. I think it's the next domino. You need a specialist and you need a valuable role player who can do a bunch of things that you currently are lacking. But by all means, this is not it. They are not done. What do Obviously, they have they left? Need a backup. Like, what do they have left well, to give? Well, you need a backup big. Well, I thought RJ and Emmanuel Quickly were like their two biggest assets. What do they have left to like move in, a, in another Cap deal? space? too because they'll, they'll have some cap space they'll have a bunch of first round picks but here's the thing too they're gonna probably i think try to go get somebody like jordan clarkson to come mm. off the bench and be emmanuel quickly and so then you replaced what iq did for you for way less because iq you talk about a guy who wants a lot of money he wants jalen brunson money he wants 25 mm. to 30 he's not you know maybe he gets the 30 and he's a starting point guard for them but the Knicks are not paying their six-man $30 million a year. No shot. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson's up for extension this summer, so no chance. The name that I keep hearing, keep hearing it, keep hearing it, heard it this offseason, didn't believe it. There's been rumblings. There's been talk. Joel Embiid. Mm. I keep hearing it. 
that they're waiting for Joel Embiid to be disheartened for them to be a good regular season team again and to get bounced out of the playoffs in the second round again. I don't know. The culture looks really good now. What's it going to look like in the playoffs? But there's been talks. There's been lots and lots and lots of talks about we're just waiting for J.E. What would that even look like, though, now? In terms of the package, pause. Um, Because you guys have got the flags out ready for me. Okay? You guys are ready. New year, same BS. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What would the package look like? (laughs) I know. I I wanted you to say it. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I think there's probably maybe you maybe you end up moving Julius Randle. I don't know. Oh, you probably yeah, want to keep him. maybe a a lot of picks. Um, and they do have a lot, know, right? Like I, they have I a lot of picks. Wow. I think the Knicks have. They've been stacking first rounds. It gets buried because of the Oklahoma City stuff, but they have a lot of tradable pieces. Mm-hmm. Tons. And if if it comes to that, like if that's Really on the table. I like Julius Randle. You move him in a heartbeat. So they yeah, have absolutely move him in a heartbeat. Absolutely. They have their own 2024. They have Dallas's 2024 protected one through ten. They have Detroit's 2024 protected one through eighteen, uh, which probably will not convey because Detroit <laughs> is boo boo. They have uh, Washington's first round pick, uh, top twelve protected. They have uh, Utah or Cleveland's second round pick. They have Miami second round pick. This is all just in 2024. And they got their own. They have, and they've got their own. In 2025, they've got their own. They've got Milwaukee's top four protected. Mm. Uh, they've got a 20, uh, second round pick from Brooklyn with no protections. They've got a second round pick from Detroit protected only mm. 31 through 55 in 2020. And then that's pretty much where it kind of ends in terms of a bunch of firsts. So that's that's a lot of picks, though, guys. It is. That is, that is absolutely. <laughs> Plus, they got, like you said, in a situation like that, Julius Randle's on the table. Um, I, I think he's an expiring, so maybe this wouldn't work for the offseason. But they still got Evan Fournier uh, there yeah, if they, they want to make a deal. Oh deal yeah, there. they can move that off the off the books too. He's an expiring this year, though, right? Yeah, I'm looking at that yeah, right so now. Evan Fournier is Embiid. on the books. No, he's on the books. It's um, it looks like a club option, so you could pick up his team option and then move him. Mm. That's an idea. Um, so you've got a little cap, little cap space. You've got looks like so. Yeah, they're a little bit over the cap, but you can still go into the luxury tax depending on how you want to do it. And I feel like they're doing it the right way. I mean, if you're New York, you, you get your Brunsons, you go get your OG, you have Julius there, you got all these guys. You can, um, you can. I also forgot you could put Mitchell Robinson in a deal, even though he's out for the season. Yeah. Like in the in the off season, you mm-hmm. can put him in a deal. And you, he and makes now, fifteen. Yeah, and now now that you have those pieces in place, now you go star hunting. You just and you and what they're doing is right. Like you kind of wait for a franchise guy to say he wants out, and. That's kind of what you do. So if you had Joel Embiid, yeah, you'd have to trade Mitchell Robinson, right? So you keep Hartenstein off the bench. So your starting five would be uh, Jalen Brunson. It would be uh, your three would be OG and Anobi. Got Josh Hart there your at the two, 
Josh Hart, he kind of plays a little two, a little three. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you end up bringing Quentin Grimes. Maybe he's a starter mm-hmm. starter for you. Mm-hmm. And then you've got uh, no, and then you've got OG Ananobi, Embiid. Is that five? Mm-hmm. Maybe Josh Hart. That's a pretty thin team. They're going to need to round that out with some depth for sure. Uh, you talked about dominoes falling. Uh, OG was a guy who Kings fans talked about quite a bit. Uh, what's the next domino to fall for Sacramento with uh, OG Ananobi now in New York? You want Pascal? I mean, I don't think he's going to resign. Siakam more than – I think there's a lot of people here who wanted Siakam more than OG. To, yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I'd take Siakam. I'd take Siakam. Now, even if he was, the price is – Even what, if he's not going to sign. Yeah, the, and that's where the so price So to be clear, is, I don't think he's signing with anyone. Right. Like that's not no. a I'm never going to sign with Sacramento or I'm never going to sign with the scene that's trading – it does not make financial sense for him to sign with anyone until the season is over and he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He'd help you, but you'd have to give like really pennies on the dollar. We know from what Masai, and I said this on Twitter, Masai did not want to move OG and Anobi. That's been kind of one of his prized possessions on the roster, despite how poorly he was used. He wanted to keep them. And OG just frankly said, I can't promise you that I'm going to resign here. And Pascal's not promising he's going to resign there. So you may have two guys that you lose for nothing that are somewhere in the in the max money neighborhood. So what do you really have if you don't get anything back? They were forced to make this move. I think IQ helps them a lot. But I think absolutely Pascal is a player that they're now going to try to move, even though that was their first option and they couldn't move them even for pennies on the dollar. Mm. Yeah, I to when you talk about Sacramento, I definitely would take him because right now I'm looking to upgrade at the the starting number uh the four spot, mm-hmm. starting four spot. So I'm like I said the price because I I it's up in the air whether or not he'd sign with you. I wouldn't be given a whole lot. Yeah. But if you could get him, absolutely I'd bring him in, start him at the four, move Keegan to the three and do you yeah. move Harrison Barnes? Yes. 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 Because worst case scenario, worst case, if you get Siakam and Barnes is in the deal uh, and you don't sign Siakam back, now that money's off your books. So you can go do something. You can go be involved in a trade, get a free agent, something like that. So if, if Barnes is what it would, you know, would get the deal done, yeah, I'd make mm-hmm. that move. De'Aaron's what else? What other players are you guys thinking about? That we would want. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Who's available? Yeah, well, do you think exactly well, possible? You know who I thought about over the over the weekend. They were talking about it on the insiders during the Christmas break, and I, I'm not. I don't know where I'm at with it yet, but I'm kind of intrigued. They brought up the name Dejounte Murray, and I'm thinking about a guy at the two spot that could defend and create in the open court. His three-point shooting or lack thereof is what concerns me a little bit. I'm, uh, ever since he left San Antonio, he's just done things where I haven't been a big DeJounte Murray fan. Like I, I don't know about the guy, but I'm intrigued by by him by him coming to Sacramento and starting at the two. Now, he's on an expiring as well, so I wouldn't be giving up much for him because you don't know if you can retain him. But he, he's piqued my interest. What do you think about DeJounte? He doesn't seem interested in playing defense anymore. That was his thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I feel like he's kind of gotten a little funny style. Like he just thinks 
he's better than that now. He, I don't know, I don't want to say diva-esque, but like a little diva-esque. And he goes on a team with Trey Young, and that was why they traded for him. They traded for him to play off ball Mm -hmm. and to play defense and to be able to shoot the three, you know, be able to like bring the ball up when needed, you know, spell Trey Young when he's on the bench or just like have another shot creator. But what is DeJounte now? He stands around in the corner, does not get involved in the offense whatsoever, and the offense is absolutely abysmal when he's the point guard. They they are absolutely terrible. He will not play defense whatsoever. Even though he gets a steal a game, it's just not the same level of high-quality intensity that we were used to from him. And it feels like, well, I guess now that I'm not in San Antonio anymore, I don't have to do this anymore. Is there a team ahead of Sacramento? Because we, we, we talk about deals and, you know, the, there's obviously things going on in starting lineup with Kevin Herter and all of that stuff. Harrison Barnes is always going to be a, a trade discussion. But with this team as it is, is there a team in the Western Conference, particularly four above Sacramento, that you think are particularly scary? Like, above the four yeah, or below ab- the four? Ab- above, above, above where Sacramento is. So like the Oklahoma City's. Uh, Minnesota, Denver, Denver, Minnesota, and the Clippers. Yeah, I think for me, I obviously think the Nuggets are the best team in the NBA. I think when the playoffs That's come, a take right there. They're they're going to be in the NBA. In the best, uh, they're the best team in the NBA. I think team better. That's that's because you're you're focused on the regular season right now. <laughs> but what we know is what I continue to say, and I continue to be proven right, is that first and foremost, the trope is correct, folks. Jalen Brown doesn't go left. His handle is extremely suspect. For a two, three, like, he's just not that. Mm -hmm. Tatum in half-court play when you need him to go out and get you a bucket. I am not sure why Tatum Tatum is tween, 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 step back from 30, (laughs) but he needs to quit with that BS. Like, he needs to stop with that. Go to the rack. Move the ball around. Joe Mazzula, I am so out on him. He's gotten better, but I am just not. I, I am not a fan of Boston whatsoever. Love Drew Holiday. Love Chris Stapps, Porzingis. I don't, I am not messing around with Boston. They're going to need to prove me wrong in order for me to feel differently. Same thing with Milwaukee. They don't play any defense. We know what time it is there. Mm-hmm. I'm more afraid of OKC if I'm the Nuggets or Minnesota. Really, Minnesota probably because of how they play Jokic and they make it so difficult where they have two bigs blitz him. One's coming. You know, he, one's playing directly on Jokic on defense and the other one's coming in as an irritant. But I'm more afraid of the Western Conference than I am the Eastern Conference. Okay, see, beat the brakes off them boys the other night. Yeah. Um, okay, see, the real deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Minnesota's the real deal. And it's happening again. I, I, I said this wouldn't happen anymore. It's happening again. Clippers are reeling me in, man. <laughs> the Clippers are reeling me in. They do it every year, and then they fall on their face every year. I, I go through this about, about the same time every year. Every January, February, I start to feel the same way, and they and they get into the playoffs, and, and they do nothing. But it's happening again, Trista. I know. I'm starting to feel it, too. It's like um, – it's almost like a spell, you know? <laughs> they're the siren on the rock, you know? They're oh. <laughs> And you're like, oh, my God, do you hear that? It's the Clippers calling. It's Kawhi Leonard, MVP Kawhi Leonard. Do you hear that? 
Oh, it's the splash of the net with Paul George. Oh my God, it's two-way. Oh, you see that? It's Harden as a distributor. Oh my God, is that a Plumlee double-double? <laughs> Meanwhile, what oh. the Clippers should be is, is what, what, what's it called? Uh, you got Pride Rock. What's that, that, that dark place that... Mustafa was showing Simba. Don't ever <laughs> go where, over there. Uh, that's where what's his name lived. Where Uncle Scar lived. Yeah, yeah you, Scar. you you never go over there. We rule overall. Stay away from that. That's what the Clippers really are. Is there that that dark area where Scar is, and you don't want to go they're over really there? Really, yeah, boy, they really yeah, be they are, Goodness and they're gracious. just they're like Kenny, the hyenas, the hyenas is coming to get you. Yep, yep, and we know how that ends. I know. The you Clippers are going to throw Kenny off of the cliff. <laughs> I know. I know. Hey, but you know, I love to shout out to Russ. Join the uh, top 25 in, in all time scores yesterday. Shout out, Russ, man. They ain't got Norm. We ain't even talking about Norm Powell. Now, like, finally, after three years, they've implemented uh, my boy Coffee into the rotation. I mean, goodness great. Terrence, man. I mean, they. Oh, man. My boy Ty Lue. Just a mere coach. coffee. Just a tiny little mere coffee. <laughs> yeah, they're cooking. Yeah. Yeah, they're cooking for sure. But I, it, it, the the point was, and I, you, you you've got the Pelicans. When you round out the, the 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 group, you know Sacramento's right there in the middle. You have Pelicans, Dallas, Phoenix, Houston, L.A. I name off those teams. The Pelicans strike a little bit of concern, given the fact that the Kings are zero and three versus them. Mm. But the other four don't. Um, not that I don't have a healthy respect for the other four teams, but it, it, like Houston's beat Sacramento twice. So, boy, if the Kings don't make a trade, man, Houston might get them. I don't really feel that way. But Lakers are five hundred. We're wow. really, yeah. it's crazy. We're really hung up on on the Sacramento Kings making a move, and it's kind of like, okay, like I I get it, but then what? Hmm. Like, can they not yeah. compete with this roster that they have? It's same thing, like with the OG and Anobi thing. You're not going to get OG and Anobi unless you're trading something of value. And what was that going to be? That was going to be a guy that none of us want traded, which is Keegan. Mm-hmm. Keegan's not that's going re- anywhere. That's, that's foolish. Like I and I don't yeah. understand. So I don't understand that line of thinking. Why does Sacramento have to be the only franchise that trades something to acquire something? <laughs> like wh- the Sacramento has to be the franchise that gives up on their 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 rookie prospects. Again, Trist, I've said this a million times. You pulled that ripcord once, mm-hmm. and it worked. You can't do it again, unless no. it's Giannis or Joel. Like right. you're not doing it for right. OG Ananobi. You're not doing it for Pascal Siakam. Right. And no James, chance. James brought up a great point, and this is what this is what sits in my head. You trade for whoever, Zach Levine, Pascal Siakam, Siakam your son. What's that mean for Malik Monk? Because mm. you tell me before you do anything, we can go acquire $100 million in salary. We could bring in uh, more, uh, uh, $100 million more in salary next year. And here's how we resign Malik Monk in the process. That's all I care about. I, Malik Monk, one of the untouchables. Facts. That's Facts. right. And, yeah. and he's an untouchable. And, and what Damien is talking about is not only is he untouchable, but you have to make sure you're able to resign him. Mm-hmm. So if you bring in a, a contract, protect, yeah, protect at all costs. Facts. Not just because of how he plays off the bench and how he's a spark plug, but you can tell he's like an emotional leader for this team. He's not. I don't, it's almost disrespectful to say this, but it's the only word that comes to mind, but it's like mascot vibes. Like mm. he's more than that. Obviously mm-hmm. he's incredible as a, as a, just like an immense athletic phenom 
but the chemistry with Fox is obviously important too. But like, I feel like fans rallied around Monk. Oh, yep. for sure, absolutely. You ever, Chris, Trista, you ever, um, you ever seen the movie High School High? You remember that movie? It was I, like, uh, I, like one of those parodies. It was like a parody of Dangerous yeah. Mind or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, but I always use the analogy. Makai Pfeiffer is in that movie. And the kid, the class. Oh, yeah, is, David. Uh, that's right. Lithgow. Yeah, like a rhinestone yeah. cowboy. Mm-hmm. That was the scene, right? But Makai Pfeiffer's in the movie, and he's the the class is bad or whatever, and and the guy, the sub comes in, says, "Everybody, get out your books." And the whole class turns and looks at Makai Pfeiffer in the back, and Makai puts his headphones on, and then everybody says, "Ah, yeah, we're like they're throwing, they're acting up or whatever, right?" So uh, the guy gets through to Makai and he asks him like a month later, like everybody get your books out and turn to page 15. They all look at Makai. He gets his book out. The whole class gets their book out. That's what I use like a lot of time in sports. That's what I feel like De'Aaron and Malik are here in Sacramento. Like they, they look at them and they say, are we good? They say we're good. Then we rolling. If they show any tinge of like frustration or they're not or uneasiness, then everybody's uneasy. That's what I feel. That's leadership, though, for you. Mm-hmm. And I think for somebody who's a six-man to be an emotional leader, and you feel like Fox and Monk should have been always together, yes. right? Mm-hmm. They should have always been on the same team from the very beginning. And now that they're there, it would be it would be heartbreaking. And I know that Fox knows it's a business because th- this happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you if you can keep them together, on this team for their entire careers. I think you you should. Yes. Trista Crick, Heat Check Pod. BetQL, BetMGM tonight. 2024, where, TK and d and KC. Where will Trista be next week? Hopefully here. Hopefully right here. Well, yeah, here, but How like what sound? room? It's hopefully right Oh, got here. you. Right. you does it sound room. okay? Is the, it's okay? Oh, it sounds great. great. You don't sound like you're in Rick Ross's house anymore. <laughs> Good. It's, it's very good. good. That's a deep cut for those who have been long-time <laughs> listeners of the show. That was yeah. the early, early stuff. It was early D-Lo and KC, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we appreciate you. We'll be back much more ahead. D-Lo and KC uh, brought to you by Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? 
and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is, it, it, it's, it's, it is interesting to like marry someone and then divorce them and then go out and find someone who looks exactly like them. Well, he's doing that on purpose, right? I, I, I'm not going to try to This is all publicity. I'm, I'm not going to try to understand what Kanye West is doing. Yeah, that's fair. The other thing that was going uh, going crazy over the um, over the break, and we definitely don't have to deep dive this, but Dr. Umar on Joe Budden was everywhere. Did you see the episode? Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't see it either. They said it was up, but and it wasn't just Patreon. But I never saw it anywhere. I want to check it out. But he, I say that to say he talked about how he feels like uh, Kanye can be saved. That is that that's where the Eminem line came from, right? I think it was a little after that. Oh, I didn't after see the Eminem, Eminem clip. Okay. But um I heard about it. I didn't think he said that to to Joe. So yeah, Joe must have thought, Oh, this dude's pissing everybody off. Let's get him on the show. Yeah. No, I think he said it on the podcast. He said he said he he said the line about Eminem can't be the greatest because he's white. I think he said that on the podcast. That I didn't see the the episode. Feels like the whole damn episode was on Twitter <laughs> throughout the whole week. Yeah. Dr. Umar was everywhere. He was cutting up. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who said it. Man, I can't remember who said it, but someone was like, who makes Dr. Umar the authority on who the hip hop greats are? Dr. If Umar, you can't acknowledge how great Eminem is, like, we can't have a conversation. Like, Eminem is one of the greatest. Oh, for sure. It. Absolutely. He's one of the, the, the greatest lyricists of all time. And he's. I, I think I had these numbers late in 2023. I think he's the highest selling hip hop artist of all time. I can believe that. Or selling streaming. I can't remember which one it was. It might be both, to be honest with you. But his numbers are pretty insane. Yeah, I could believe that. Now, that doesn't make him the greatest, though. No, it means it makes him he's the greatest selling it artist. It means of all time. he's a little more universal than some of these other artists. He is the highest selling, by the way. That's where yeah. his. Uh, I didn't see exactly. Skin tone comes into play. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but again, like, it, like the, the the part of Eminem's story is the fact that he's white. Like you can't, mm. like you can't, mm. like tiptoe around. Like that's part of his story. Doesn't mean he's trash and he's sold because he's white. Like right. he's phenomenal. The reason his records are so high is because it's almost like the it's like the NFL conversation we were having earlier. Black people and white people bought them. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, and 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 Eminem mm-hmm. is not as not saying no white people buy those. I'm saying universally right. they're not purchased the way that Eminem was. Right. Eminem Absolutely. was bought by every kid in South Sac and Rockland. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, man. And El Dorado Hills. So I think I think uh, Eminem is one of the greatest 
to ever do it. Uh, I, a lot of people have him as the greatest. I don't think he's the greatest. So, so, so he's up there. He's 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 up there. I I don't think I wouldn't I wouldn't he's have the greatest either. But he's I wouldn't up have there. him top five or top ten. You wouldn't have Eminem top ten? No, he's an unbelievable lyricist. He sold a lot. Really, twenty, twenty years later. There's not a whole lot of Eminem songs like I go back and play. As compared yeah. to like Jay-Z or Nas. Wow. Top top ten? He's an unbelievable lyricist. I just don't think you like Eminem. I think I think that's it. That's the, cool. music is just personal preference. Like that's yeah. what it is. But it's probably I, like how Drake I is. Can't, for you. I don't think I can make a list. But I can make a list. I Drake has to be on the list. Like yeah. you talk about top ten artists of all time, like Drake would be on the list whether I like him or not. Eminem wouldn't just be on the list. He'd be top He'd be 10. Really high. He'd be top, I don't think I have him top five. He'd be top 10, though. Is I mean, Eminem you, the Undertaker of rap? Well, according to Kenny. <laughs> we just had this conversation two hours ago, I feel like. Yeah, it's crazy. No, that's crazy. <laughs> not, not t- I mean, because now we're talking about, like, everything. When you talk To me, when you talk about rap, you're talking about everything. Like, I could never, I could never play a club. He don't have a club song. He don't have a party song. Mm-hmm. And people say that about like Nas, but Nas at least got like Uchi Wally, Shorty. Uh, but club songs aren't the measurement of anything great for me. But it's it's got to me when you talk about the greatest, it's got to factor in. The greatest is all encompassing. Okay, well Drake has one record I can work out to, and it's because Jay Cole's on it. The 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 greatest has all encompassing uh, aspects. All encompassing. I'm gonna regret they can, this. They got I'm the bars, bars. This. They got the 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 super hip hop songs. They got the 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 club joints. They you. got the radio hits. I, they got just, it all. I just that's the greatest. I just need you to reel off ten artists for me. Um. So, Jay, Jay Cole, Nas, Kendrick, Drake, right Jay, up. Jay, Nas, Drike. Fine. No order. Thought, yeah, yeah, right, right, Biggie, right, right. Pac. Okay. Okay. Um. And I have no issue with anyone you just named. Kent, I put Kendrick on there. This is probably personal for me. I put Cole on there. And I'd put Andre 3000 on there and then probably Eminem. So Eminem probably is in the top 10. Okay. But. All right. Yeah. I mean, okay. I forgot Wayne. Wayne is probably above Eminem. That puts him at 10 then. Okay. I have no issue with him. I have no problem the with problem him is, being in the 10. The problem is at some point. When you talk about the greatest of all time, like Big is my favorite rapper. I don't know that I, I like even I have my like I. It's ready to die in life after death. Like that's it. We're talking two albums. You, you talking about all encompassing? You you could be the greatest of all time with two albums. What about you, the you, impact of them though? Because like they they'll nah, play forever. Like it's just, is is the impact the albums or their death? I don't know. Well, I don't you know because I was Nipsey. born. I, don't, I, I was don't born know. after that, but like, I, I, I listen to Big Stone stuff. I don't like that. know. I, I Big. I mean, Big has. You seen the clip like a year ago when, like, half of this Brooklyn block was mm-hmm. in their apartments, <laughs> rapping juicy. I mean, that's not all people our age, right? right. That's people who are twenty five who know the words to to juicy. In his hood. I don't know if people are 25 that's, in Detroit. That's awesome. Know the words to Eminem song. <laughs> okay, dude. I'm, right, I'm, do you think so? Stop. Yes. Yes. And I think they know him far reaching, far beyond Detroit. You ain't see when Eminem took the stage with Ed Sheeran? You didn't see that in Detroit? So people, 25 year olds who don't know the words to Tupac songs, 
Know the words to Eminem song. I bet you they know the words to Lose Yourself. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to dissect that list too much because there was no order to any of that. But, man, not a. M's in the top You just 10. don't like M. Let's just leave it at that. You I don't do like, like M. I think no, he's, you don't. Eminem is one of those like guys that you say, oh, I like him, but you really don't. No, Anyone who listens like to I can't you remember talk I can't remember the last time I said you don't I'm like him. It's okay to not like somebody. No, Eminem's good. Like I like Eminem too, but like you don't play him in the car or anything, really, do you? When do you play him? I don't really like his music is different. Yeah, that's my. But I don't either. But that doesn't mean I don't like him or he's not great. Yeah, he's great. He's he's a top ten. Part of recognizing, I think, someone who's great is recognizing that they maybe they're not. That's me with Drake. I do not listen to Drake ever. But that don't mean he that don't mean he's not the dude. Eminem, Eminem is top ten. I don't think he's top five. I think that's where that's where we differ. Well, to, it, I think, it, I think top, five, top five just top five just requires a lengthy the top five. You, you talk about top five hip hop artists. You almost get into the wrestling thing. Mm. It's like, well, what are we talking about? Characters in ring workers. Like, what are we talking about? Because you can't have any top five list without Nas. Mm-hmm. But like, what's the list? Because Nas don't, like, it's not like hit record after hit record after hit record. It's like, no, Nas can rap. Right. That's what we're talking about. Then you have the, uh, who said it the other day? Oh, crap. Who who said Beyonce is the best Trina. woman's rapper? Trina said it. Yeah. That's right, your girl. <laughs> Trina said Beyonce is <laughs> the like best. Trina. And it's like, I understood exactly what Trina meant. Oh, the internet got furious. Yeah, that, like, that, I that, that's absolutely a little, understand what Trina meant. But that's a little meant. crazy. And this goes back, this is something I've thought about for like is weeks it? now. Yeah, this definitely is. Because remember when we had the conversation of way she explained it when we had the conversation of uh, Jay writing still Dre, and you were mm-hmm. like that enhances both of them. And I said that no, it doesn't. And I'll tell you why. When a, when somebody writes a rap and somebody performs a rap, I look at that as like I can do that. When but somebody she- writes an R and B song, like say Beyonce don't write her songs, right? Somebody else is writing them for them. I can't sing like Beyonce. So that's why it doesn't but, matter and but it's special. But here's the thing, you can't. Why can't I? Because you 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 unless unless Jay, Jay could write something, hand it to you and leave, you can't make it a hit. I think unless I, unless 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 Jay is sitting right next to you going, "No, do it like this." No, do it like this. Now you're just doing probably, what Jay-Z is. You don't think that happened with Dr. Dre? I don't think next I don't think Jay-Z produced still DRE. He wrote it. That's not the same thing. I I could we do it. Which is why it's so impressive. We do it every day in the car, like we just recite raps all the time. We're in the club. That's already has a cadence established. Yeah, and if somebody tells you how to do it, like if Jay tells you how to do it, or and you think so, so so say clearly for everybody, you can make still dre a hit. You could yes. This is Puka all over again. How is how is last three years of D'Lo and KC? How is that ridiculous? So so Dre had nothing to do with that record being a he hit. He put the music together. I'm talking about writing your raps. Like he put the music he produced the song. So yeah, I can't do that. So But as far as like rapping the raps, is somebody gonna write the whole thing for me? Yeah, I could do that. So if Jay would so if Jay was writing for Taylor Swift, Trina would have said the same thing about Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift is the best rapper uh alive when she raps. Or the best yeah, female rapper when I don't, she raps. I don't know if he would have, but Beyonce don't write her raps. Jay's writing those raps. And I Jay think, is the greatest rapper of all time. I think, Therefore, what Trina I think, said, I think, but I on. think that it's not the same. It's exact. Okay, it's not the same. Right, it's right. Nicki writing her stuff and coming up with albums, and just somebody writing raps for you that is easier than coming up with your own stuff. 
Yeah, that's I'm not I'm not debating that at all. What I'm saying is you can't do it just because Jay wrote it for you. Mm, I disagree. Okay, all right. <laughs> I disagree. All right. Well, <laughs> I disagree. Well, I, I don't know. We'll come back. KC could get eight catches, hundred yards on the Rams if Sean McVay <laughs> drew it up. That's all right. It's ESPN thirteen twenty. We're not doing that. We can we can talk. Just to, continue the conversation, no, guys. It didn't no, stop. No. Radio audience, it didn't stop. No, it really didn't. It absolutely did not. It may have gotten a little bit more intense there during the commercial break. Maybe we'll we'll bring Jay. We'll 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 book we'll book through WrestleMania and we'll get to the bottom of this uh conversation when Jason Jones Jones is coming up in about thirty minutes. To, of course we'll to, talk Sacramento Kings as well. To your point, to put a button on it. I don't think everybody can perform. You can put a button on it. Button both. So what are the two? I don't know. Hell if I know. Um, I don't think everybody can perform. I don't think that. I think I can, but I don't. I I do agree with you. There's people who can perform. There's a reason why we looked at Beyonce as the star of Destiny's Child because she was the star. Mm -hmm. Latavia couldn't be Beyonce because Beyonce. There's just an aura to these people. I Mm -hmm. I completely get that. There's an aura to Dre. There's an aura to Easy. I get that. I think it's. I I, I just think that I could perform. Okay, so we got Kenny winning Grammys and uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna go full fledged. Hold on, I got a Grammy. question. No, like I said, if I have Dre's production. Well, yeah, now cool. you got Dre's production and Jay's right. Yeah, you got you got Dre's production. Okay, yeah. can you win a Grammy or you got Sean McVay on the other side? Can you go a hundred yards in a game? I go win a Grammy before I could go a hundred yards in a game. At this age, can he take one hit? I don't want to do this no more. Age. At this age, I, I don't want to do hit, this one, no more. One right, cut, what if you're in your prime? Cut. What if you're in your prime then? What if you're in your prime? This is a wild conversation. Uh, Rick Ross co-signed Kenny. We, we forget that. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. No. That is facts. That's a good good. He call. co-signed. That's a good call. There was about yeah. eight fire emojis. That I wrote, no, I wrote it was that. like one. No, no, no. You're selling our guy short here. No, yeah, you're selling our guy short. And it was the worst. Like thing that could have Don't ever happened to this show. It was is, four. Is Rick Ross. It was four, and I wrote that. So, and I love how he knew exactly how many fire emojis. So, that, it was. so let's let's also be let, okay. <laughs> All right, so I don't want to do let's this. Let's get into it. No, no, no. Come on, we're no, back. It's no. first day of school. We just got back. He's saying he wrote this. He's saying he wrote this when he when you did, but you didn't. Oh, I didn't no. write it. No, you you kind of wrote it. What? Which one? You are we wrote it about? to the tune of. Well, there's only one. Oh, that's where the production comes from. No, but you wrote it to the tune some of people, that. Some people would tell you that's harder. Uh, a, a rapper, uh, Ace, matter of fact, when I did that before, to me, I want to say that's easy because it's not easy writing rhymes. But that, that's easier than like writing rhymes and then like putting it to a beat that I've never heard of. The beat that's already made with the cadence and all this other stuff, that's easier. It's not easy. Easier than creating something. But I've had uh, Ace because he'd be rapping, shout out Black Ace, shout out Nani G. And it's like, oh, you took that beat and the cadence and transformed it into your own words. Like, that's kind of impressive. I was like, not really. I just kind of copy. But I I don't know. Some people would think that's that's difficult in its own right. Okay. Give me the Grammy, bro. That's fine. Matter of fact, Good. just give me a Kenny. That's better. Well, that's, that's, that's <laughs> prestigious uh, Kennys that were handed out uh, <laughs> over on KSFM. Uh, check us out beginning in eight minutes. <laughs> So it's a true story. Um, hey, can we can we can we talk about my guys real quick though? Y- yes. Can can we get? Yes, because I I want to talk about you. Can we get 
just two things out of the way. We'll tie them together, uh, and then it'll it'll segue us to football. I, and I'm only bringing this up because you put a note in the the you you put a note in our rundown that it just left me curious. Mm-hmm. The ending to the Cowboys one of one of the craziest things of of of, of the break was the the ending to the Cowboys Lions game, mm-hmm. which was good for nobody, as my <laughs> man Trey Wingo pointed out. Like no matter who you were rooting for, this is a disaster. Uh-huh. And that bizarre ending to the <laughs> Lakers game happened within minutes of each other. Was I that day? I didn't see none of this stuff. And if you happen to, if you happen, well, see, that made hoops. See, if you if you have no life like I do, and you just happen to be in front of your TV, I think this was Saturday night watching this all unfold. Mm -hmm. It was pretty spectacular to see uh, a marquee player, a marquee game, Mm -hmm. and everyone trashing officials. The Cowboys and Lions thing, I'm still confused about. I don't entirely understand. What happened? What was supposed to happen? What the officials said would happen? What the Detroit Lions said was uh, uh, happened? What the the, the officials said was supposed to happen? I read the pool report and I left more confused. Like I, I was just like, okay, someone or someone's are lying as to what happened, or there was just the worst miscommunication in the history of player and officials that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But the thing that got my attention was the LeBron thing. And you put a note in that you don't know how they could have overturned that call. Yeah, and that's the only reason I'm bringing this story up before we get to the 49ers. No, because I saw it. I saw it on replays and stuff like that. And while I think he was behind the line, I you can make the argument his toe was on the line, but it wasn't. I don't think you can make do that you, argument. Do you? Do you absolutely see Brown hard court? In between his shoe and the line. Yeah. Pull it up. Okay. And, and when was that taken? When was that taken? Was that taken when he got on his toes to to release? Or was well, that I before? don't know. It's the freeze that's, frame. But, but it's, that, the, it's the freeze frame that they use. It's, but that's it's my, literally what LeBron was pointing but at. But that's my point. If, you, if you're getting it where he's bending his knees – and he hasn't completely been. Well, we his might toes be able over, to tell. We might be able. Uh, then, then yeah, it looks it looks like he doesn't touch it. But you don't, you don't know. Did he not? I think. Oh, he didn't. Oh, he didn't tweet it. He uh he put that on IG. All right, hang on, hang on. <laughs> LeBron was, LeBron was funny. It was my man's game, birthday. <laughs> LeBron was funny. It was my man's birthday. Yeah, if we. Have, that's what we're going to do with replay. I don't even know why we have it. I mean, that's it's clear. It's obvious. It's clear as day. It's clear it as day. is obvious. Let me find it. it, it this is, I, I, I thought it was on LeBron's page. I could bed. understand. Uh, I, I got one. That's not a good I picture. could understand where it's inconclusive. So, I, 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 so it looks, it, to, to me, it looks like he's shooting the ball. Mm-hmm. That doesn't look, that's look not at, clear. Look at what. No, that's, not that's, clear? Not clear. that's not clear. That's 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 not clear. That's look at the very clear. next one. Look at the very next one on the right. Look at that. You can't like that's when he's about to jump. He's still on the ground. So if you're looking at these two, I think he was behind yeah. the line. But if you're talking that. about overturning something and it has to be clear and conclusive. 
It's the not fact, clear and conclusive. The fact that the officials rolled this a two out the gate is pretty crazy. Now that is crazy. I would have rolled pretty it pretty wild. Yeah. And that and that's where that's here. where it's a it's an issue, right? Because if it was the other way, if they ruled it a three and they went back to look at it, I don't think it's conclusive the other way. So you couldn't overturn it. Sorry, I'm gonna try. I'll, I'll I'll kill that noise. Keep talking. Sorry. No, I, I was I just saying it's not clear either way. So them ruling it a two is kind of a trip to me. I would have ruled it a three, Man. but if it was if it was ruled a three, I don't think you could go back and overturn that to a two. It really came down to the ruling, the, the initial ruling. And did, did you see? Uh, <laughs> did you see? Rod and these and these ref moments are classic. First of all. He's the only one that can go to the monitor. I've never seen a player oh, go to the Oh, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, my God. I think he's going to get in trouble for that. He, in fact, didn't get in trouble. He just goes to the monitor and points I've things never, out. Like we've I've never, never seen. seen that before. So I've never, that. ever seen that before. And then uh, the ref, I forgot who it was. Did you see the one where he was like, it's, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It was the, everybody else. It wasn't well, me. Well, yeah. I, wasn't that Tony Brothers? That Tony did that? Brothers. That's who it was. I I think he was saying is I don't make the ruling and he's right. Like it's not ever explain it to nobody else. It's like, but uh, King King, I don't make the ruling King. It wasn't me King. Sorry. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's, that's all we got. So I, I think to answer your original question, I don't, I think it was a three, but if I had to, Go by the rules of replay. Probably not clear and conclusive. Probably the craziest thing is that they actually ruled it a two. That was crazy. I would have ruled it a three out the gate because you knew you, it, you probably he, the the referee knew the second he ruled it mm-hmm. they were going mm-hmm. to have to go look like mm-hmm. he 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 gave it to and then immediately signaled. Um, but you know that you you want the official. You, you know, there's, there's. I think this happens a lot in the NFL with turnovers, and in the NFL, I think it's right, especially when it's a live ball. Mm-hmm. Let it play out, yeah, and you can get it right on on the replay. But what you don't want to do is blow the whistle, mm-hmm. and then it kills everything. Then you find out you were wrong, and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've actually seen that happen in the NBA, <laughs> right? Where they, I think, they erred on the side of caution, and maybe you could argue, no matter what the referee ruled, it would have been erring on the side of caution, mm-hmm. and. Replay, they couldn't make a definitive ruling. I, I would have called it a three. Poor Tony Brothers. It's not me. <laughs> I saw that. I've never. Those are the two things I've never seen before. Plus, they didn't turn the monitor right. around. That was the other thing. And where were the other refs? They're usually like blocking the monitor. That's what and I think. That's what caused LeBron to react that way. Is they didn't turn the monitors around, and all he saw was his foot. Last ref that crossed LeBron was Eric Lewis. We know what happened to him. Oh well, no, Tony Brothers. You want this smoke? Great, you want this smoke, refs? Great career, big dog. You know what great happens? Career, and then. So then to flip that to go to the uh, the Lions-Cowboys game, once again, didn't see it live. But hearing people talk about it, I mean, I saw the play. But, like, p- other people made this point up. Um, the the Lions tried to trick the, the Cowboys, and they end up tricking the ref. Yeah. They tried to get to and, – and I don't blame them. It's a great idea to, like – um, kind of convolute the situation and not let the Cowboys know who it is. But in the meantime, you didn't take care of the the person you were supposed to but take But they care say with. that they did. But but on that one, I don't know. I didn't watch it. Did they announce it on the speaker? 
Uh, I can't because that remember. always happens. So, so I don't so think they the, did. The part that throws me off the most is there was a flag for <laughs> illegal touching. Well, well, <laughs> it happens a lot. The there were two flags though, uh-huh. and the official, I think it was in the pool report, said the other one was for illegal formation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if because in their minds they didn't get the they 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 didn't get the eligible receiver part mm-hmm. that's what created the illegal formation mm-hmm. or was the illegal formation something else the illegal formation cuz if you go back there were two there were two flags on the play from mm-hmm. different officials mm-hmm. so that again that 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 I, I know when you when you when you check in which is probably why the announcement is made mm-hmm. it's not like one official knows the four, like a, a right. guy is eligible that they, they all have to know. Right. Because that influences because it was two different. It was two flags from two different officials, mm-hmm. which means no one in a striped shirt knew what the knew, knew that. Yeah. I don't know if it's 68 well, or 70. I don't know which one. Spencer in the was chat eligible. says they announced 70. But they threw it to 68 and threw it to 68. And and from from what I heard, 70 kept doing that. All game long, I think I so think the refs might have said that, but he would run on from the sidelines and run on there and report eligible. He would report eligible. That time he did it again, but sixty eight was supposed to report eligible, mm. and sixty eight might have said I'm eligible, and the ref just looks at oh here's seventy again running in, he must be the one that's eligible. Mm. And it's it's a good try by by Detroit like to kind of confuse everything. Like I don't. The only problem I have is in that situation, especially if they announced it and you hear it, 68 has to say, no, 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 I'm eligible. Like now you got to kind of get rid of the, you're trying to be secretive. You have to make sure he knows I'm the one that's eligible. Mm. And now if that blows your cover or whatever, whatever. But at any point, and it should damn just to kick the damn field goal. Absolutely. After the, the first thing, he went up the seven. There was a flag <laughs> the, the next play. The guy was and up the like, seven. And I was like, bro, kick, kick the field goal. Go to over, live to fight another day. His biggest flaw is he's too much of a football guy, I guess. Where he's like, come on, fellas, let's just go for it again. <laughs> Man, he went for it three times. Three times, bro. Three times. Kick the field goal. Let's talk about your boys here. Yeah, man. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.